0: Welcome to Analyzing Television, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for looking at news and topics in the world of television. I'm your host Matthew and uh, this episode I'm going to call the problematic Piers Morgan. So why am I talking about Piers Morgan? I just want to make it clear that what Piers Morgan is doing at the moment is not specifically bothering me because it's him... And why I've decided to do an episode about him. This episode's more about problematic opinions and voices. In the world of media and news and talk shows and entertainment. You know, that kind of thing. And kind of using Piers Morgan as just the newest example. But really kind of, there's a few other like smaller topics I want to attach to this discussion here and kind of round it out to one obviously this this whole episode so piers morgan um he's come back recently apparently not many people have seen his new show i've been reading a few things about the ratings on his shows on his, on his on his new show but piers morgan so what what is he what has he done wrong why why am i doing an episode about him again the episode's not specifically about him it's about problematic voices and problematic people. And using Piers as the newest example. But he himself is a problem. Um, This is a guy who. Wants to be. Li- literally wants to be uncensored. Because his new show is literally called. Piers Morgan Uncensored. There's a bit of irony in that. There's a, there's a lot of irony in. The name of that show. By the way, this show, uh, *Piers Morgan Uncensored*, is on. Watch. It's on a weird kind of channel, uh, *Talk TV*. I don't know where you can get that, or how much it like costs. Or I, I've never heard of that platform before and i'm someone who runs a website that talks about tv and stuff and i remember when i briefly got a um uh roku box a couple of months ago because i was looking for new options for like streaming boxes and there was dozens and dozens and dozens of apps mostly just like random new foreign apps and that sort of stuff i don't remember seeing it on there either um, I had to send back the Roku box because there was a sound problem on it. That's a separate issue. But, uh, yeah, that kind of... I've just wanted to tie that into, like, this TV talk platform. I don't think it's, like, a YouTube thing. Um, I don't think that's an actual... I mean, it's obviously some sort of channel or streaming service. I've never heard of it, and I have no idea how to even access it. So that kind of speaks to, I suppose, what's going on with Piers. Like, what he's... what. Where he's reached out to, because I know nothing about that streaming service or channel, what whatever it particularly is, and apparently not many other people know either, because he's had his small crowd that's followed him, um, but apparently not not very many of them. I I, I've been reading a few things and a few headlines I've seen, and when I googled Piers Morgan's name so I can mention other shows that he's been a part of, um, there was a few news articles that came up. I I didn't like click on them. I just read the titles. That said that his show is struggling for for viewers. Which is good. Which is good. (laughs) Uh, This is a guy who... Again wants to be uncensored. He wants control. He wants to... He wants to do the classic... Freedom of speech thing. Which is I want to be able to say whatever I want. And not have any... You know fight back against it. Now I did a whole podcast. A couple of months ago. Um... Round right about when J.K. Rowling started to come back into that conversation about freedom of speech, it's called the Chat Podcast Freedom of Speech, and it was me going into America's version of freedom of speech and talking about how it basically doesn't really work. Uh, you can argue with me that it, uh, you can argue against me that it does work. If that's your opinion, that's fine. <clears throat> but he wants the worst version of that, which is he wants to be able to say whatever about whoever um whoever he wants and be able to just keep his job and have no consequences which is where the whole freedom of speech thing breaks down because you should expect consequences for saying and doing bad things or for being an arsehole basically it is the way that I look at it which is the trap that Piers Morgan has fallen into so yeah the, the irony that his new show is called Piers Morgan Uncensored and it's on a channel i, I guess is available to view in the uk he lives here i think still um because i'll talk about his uh, itv history in a minute the fact that it's on a channel or streaming service i don't even know if it is a channel or a streaming service <laughs> um t- tells me about a bit of something about what's happened there um but this is also a guy who has been uh, and i've seen clips of like good morning britain and other things that he's been on uh, mainly good morning britain where he said a few really ridiculous things and done ridiculous things i'll list off a few examples uh he once went on a date with meghan markle who of course, who of course is over in america with um harry and meghan isn't it? yeah harry um and uh, of course you know harry and meghan the, the couple there uh went on a date with her um because she went away from the date and then afterwards met Harry. Um he wasn't happy about that. And essentially since then, every single chance he's had to berate her, to go after her, to moan about her doing something, which to be fair well not to be fair, to be honest, is what the British media and British public likes to do anyway. Because I suppose, you know, Meghan Markle and Harry, they're they're the they're the royalty that got away, right? And the British media are not happy about it because they want to live a peaceful life in America away from, you know, the British media, which I totally understand that. Um, Because the British media is uh, very one sided. It's very one sided. Um, But he kind of was was involved in all of that. And I guess because he didn't get a second date, he couldn't handle it in a mature adult way which you know she decided she wanted to move on from him but he couldn't quite move on from her i get it you might like someone but um there's a there's a better there's a better way to uh go about doing that which is to not you know berate her at every single possible opportunity um so he's he he got himself in, involved in that and when i say i get it like okay he liked someone you know you, don't, you could he couldn't quite let go of her you know but there's a there's a there's a better way to do that, I think, and he he didn't. He he did the worst, you know, of what he could have really done. So, yeah, because um, basically, at any singular time that the British media was like, "Oh, it's Mary, uh, Harry and Meghan again," and they're you know doing this good stuff in America, and British media would go after them and wouldn't leave them alone, and neither would he, and he kind of jumped on that train. So. Yeah, you you could have been a bit more professional, adult, mature. There's there's lots of different ways to describe how he could have handled that situation. There, so there's one example. Next example is um there was a clip that I saw where um he was on Good Morning when he was on Good Morning Britain, he's not on that show anymore. That's the ITV, It's the, like their really early morning um news show, I think. It's on at like six in the morning or something. So and he was on that for a couple of years, I think, um, and then uh, there was a I can't remember all, I can't remember all like the hosts' names and co hosts names and the, the panelists' names and everything. But there was two uh, women with him on the panel, and I can't remember how the conversation started, but he was moaning about his colleague's uh, skirt size, and literally said to this woman. Um. Again apologies I can't remember her name It's been a while since I've seen the clip Um. And it was like no stand up Show like the camera And you're like what are you doing like, Why are you asking Your female colleague to stand up To the camera And like Because she didn't think her skirt was too too short And neither did her female colleague Who was in the same thing With her And she was kind of like, oh, you know, Piers, you don't have to, you know, you shouldn't do that. She did it in a very sort of um, professional way, which, again, he didn't. Um, He's a very, very unprofessional person as well. Um, just, Just from, like, his general sense of manners and, you know, things like that. And he asked her to stand up and she felt that she had to, I suppose, because Piers was the host and she worried that she might get in trouble, maybe, if she didn't do what he said or something um But she stood up and she like showed her skirt a bit, and he started moaning about it. And I was watching that clip, and I was like, "What? Why would you do that? Why do you need to do that? You know, why are you trying to embarrass a female colleague on?" Well, it was, I think I think they're all live shows because they do like a, they do like this um morning schedule. I think it's Good Morning Britain, then Lorraine, then. This morning, and then uh loose women they got like their big morning it's like six till twelve or something um <clears throat> for for different uh different shows they covered like different stuff and all that but because um, 'cause I've seen like bits of this morning and and stuff like that with uh philip and holly i'll I'll talk a bit more about uh the i t v stuff uh in a minute as well, but um no, he was doing that, and um uh that wasn't obviously very nice of him he's also um had Jamila, uh, I can't pronounce her name probably, uh, Jamila Jamil, who was on, uh, she was on T4 back in, back in the day, and she was also on A Good Place, Um, she's like a very positive person on like social media, that type of stuff, and she was moaning about like peers for doing something as well, I can't remember specifically what that was for, but that, that didn't surprise me, Um, again, because, again, because of the person that he tries to be, Um, he tries to do and say whatever he wants, and wants to just get away with everything, which is why he came up with a show called Piers Morgan Uncensored. Because he wanted to be uncensored. Um, so that happened as well. Also also one of the more. Again this was still a bad thing that he did. But a more confusing thing that he did as well. We all know Daniel Craig. Right. You know. Fit guy. And I don't mean like attractive. I mean you know you can look at. Piers. You don't need to be into men to see that you know. Um, Daniel Craig is a you know fit and healthy person and of course he's put his work into being James Bond for however many years uh did a great job in in the role I I like Daniel Craig and he's he's a brilliant James Bond there was a photo once that came out and somebody had taken a photo of Daniel Craig at the beach and to me he looked pretty much as good as what he normally does um obviously you know when he's suited up as James Bond he's possibly got a little bit of hair and makeup going on obviously he's in a specific uh outfit and stuff and you know they make him look like the cool spy character that he is um i think he was out on some sort of holiday or something and um he maybe looked a little bit worse than he usually does but he still looked pretty great he still looked like daniel craig you know daniel craig looks pretty good he still looks pretty good and piers morgan now I'm not trying to, like, comment specifically on Piers' body or, like, I'm certainly not going to attempt to body shame Piers, you know, myself. That's That's not what I do. But for Piers Morgan, who isn't a, you know, fit, athletic person, again, I'm not saying he's ugly. I'm not trying to say anything like that. I'm just saying if you look at Daniel Craig and you look at Piers Morgan, sure, they live different lifestyles. Piers Morgan's not a sort of, like, you know actor in a Bond film where he where he should kind of look, you know, fit fit and athletic and that type of stuff. So they've got they got different body types, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Which is fine. But Piers Morgan attempted to body shame Daniel Craig for that photo on of of Daniel Craig on the beach. And that was just more confusing because it's like really? I'm trying to body shame Daniel Craig? Really? Um, because even if Piers did look, let's say, better, Daniel Craig still looks really good. But it's like, really, you're 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 trying to body shame Daniel Craig? And uh, I remember there was a a thing um sometime later. He was on some other ITV show. And everything, and uh, it was, uh, was it Harry Hill. Is that the guy's name? That the the, the um, comedian guy. Um, I think he did a show called Harry Hill's TV Burp. It, that was a that was a pretty like kind of fun uh, show. It's not been on the air for a while, but I, I don't know what happened to that. And he did this thing with a pie, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but there was a point where Harry Hill had the, let's say, more professional opportunity to throw a pie in Piers Morgan's face. And, um, again, in a, you know, pretty professional, mature adult way, he um, put the pie, you know, when someone smacks a pie into someone's into someone's face. And uh, he did that, and Piers was covered with cake and all that, all that kind of stuff. And he said that's for Daniel Craig and that's for like this and that person. People that he'd tried to shame and you know berate and people that he'd tried to go after. And uh, I wasn't actually aware that that happened until I saw a clip of it uh, a while ago. I think I watched some sort of... Some some sort of video came up. Again, because YouTube is weird. I don't know why they'd recommended a Piers Morgan video to me. Um, I think it was called something like... All the times that Piers Morgan's been sort of like... Um, shamed or whatever on on live TV because there there's like the clip of him talking to Ben Shapiro who what Ben Shapiro said to um uh, Piers Morgan in in that particular clip was good I think Ben Shapiro himself is very very pro- problematic himself um, so it's kind of two problematic people talking about what you know what, whatever had kind of happened there um but he's just done all this like inappropriate unprofessional body shaming of people he's done some sexist stuff he's talked really badly about mental health before and uh I, I i don't i don't always like to say this but i do feel it's very very relevant to me when i look at piers as a person and i've seen because i've never really like watched the full episode of him doing something but the clips of him. Because clips of things can be taken out of context. I understand that. But there's enough context within those things. To where they make enough sense. Um, but he is another white man. Who wants to say and do whatever he wants. Have control. Have. Um, I don't know if power is the right thing to say. And he's another problematic. One of those types of people. Uh, And I just find it interesting... And this is when we're going to get into the ITV stuff. Because he used to be on the show... As I mentioned, called Good Morning Britain. And uh, there was a part where... um, Because this was when the British media... Was really focusing on Meghan Markle. And yet again, Piers felt the need to open his mouth... And say something about her. And there was the... I think it's the weatherman for ITV. He was on that same panel and he called Piers Morgan out and he's like you continues to ber- to berate her and all this stuff and I was like yeah he he does and do you not know Piers does did he didn't attempt to actually argue back which was a bit of a surprise he got up said I can't do this and he walked off because he knew that he'd lost that argument because he knew that he had been berating mega markle just because he didn't get a second date um so yeah it's uh He's I would say he's an interesting one, but is he's, he's not one that I'm interested in like fo- again, I, I've not really attempted to like purposely follow any of those type of stuff. It's just kind of I suppose the sphere that I, you know, follow and everything with T V news and, you know, these these clips, you know, trend on YouTube and Twitter and social media and stuff and people call him out and I see when people call him out and then find out what they've been called out for. But all you'd need to do, if you, if you so, if you're not aware, those of you who are listening who are a bit kind of unaware, maybe you live in America or maybe you just you've not paid attention to any of this stuff. Um, if you just look up on Google like Piers Morgan problematic or or something, maybe you'll find the video that I came across as well of him like being called out for being an asshole um, on TV. It will probably take you between. Maybe 30 seconds, but to be a bit more generous, 5 to 10 minutes for you to be like, okay, yeah, I see what Matt's kind of talking about and how problematic he is as a person. So, because um, you really don't need to watch very much of him too. Because even if you watch a clip from him from like 5 years ago, he's still that same person today. He, he is, he's still saying the same stuff, he's still doing the same stuff. So, uh, he's a problem Alright, let's get fully into this uh, ITV situation. Because I I want to sort of give a very small piece of credit to ITV. But also, still call them out a little bit for something. So, um, within all these shows, Good Morning Britain, and This Morning, and Lorraine, and all that kind of stuff. uh, So as I said, he was on Good Morning Britain. He said what he said about Meghan Markle. Again, he got called out for it. He walked off the stage, and he said, you know, I'm not going to be involved. Um, Then he i think he tried to do another show somewhere uh i think it was also on itv i can't remember why or how that happened there was another show that he did for a very small piece of time and then he went away for a bit so itv well they they, they sacked him on good morning britain because he's not on that show anymore and there was a statement from itv saying like hey you know we can't have peers anymore here and, and that sort of stuff But, there's another show that he does do, which is quite different. Uh, It's called Piers Morgan's Life Stories. Now, him as the host of that aside, it does tell, like, important stories of, you know, people's lives and things like that. uh, Of what people have gone through and stuff. So, ITV should continue to do that show. But you can very easily replace Piers Morgan. Um... And he's not on, like, any of their other stuff, like um, any of the competition shows or anything like that. They've got, like, dozens and dozens of game shows. Uh, n- none of them are hosted by Piers, as far as I'm aware. Um, but, yeah, he does a show. It's called Piers Morgan's Life Stories. Um, that's on ITV as well. And uh, I guess you could call it some some something else, Life Stories, and just replace him as the host. So it's... It, what, what's kind of odd to me about that is okay because he messed up on a particular show and he said bad stuff and he continues to say bad stuff and do bad things you you sacked him from that specific show but you kept him on the other one now I don't know like what contracts are involved if you can just simply get rid of him on his life stories because that one does have his name in it I don't know if that means like it's his specific show and he's got more rights to it or something because he definitely wasn't like the owner of good morning britain or whatever like that's uh that they, they were able to get rid of him fairly quickly on that one but then there may be some sort of contractual reason or something as to why they've not got him um, got rid of him on the on the life story show because again you can vary there, there's so many people probably out there that you could replace him with um so I wonder if maybe it's his situation for ITV where it's like, we can't get rid of him on that show because of some, again, contractual reason or license, you know, there, there's, you know, things like that that kind of go on. So there was that as well. Um, what I do want to, because cause again, I said this wasn't supposed to be specifically focused on peers and it was more focused on like, but voices in the industry that we do and don't want to hear from, right? And I've not really touched upon that yet. I guess I was just explaining everything that happened has happened with Piers. Um, there is uh, two very good hosts on that show. They're called um, Holly Willoughby and uh, Philip Schofield. And I don't watch all of, like, This Morning Again. I see parts of it um, now and again. They, did, like, they do little competition things, which now and again I see stuff from. Um, but r- rarely, but I see, I see I see things from it, and they also host like their other show, some of their other shows as well. Um, they're they're very uh, prominent on uh, on ITV uh, Philip and Holly, and they're really good. They have got great chemistry between the tw- between the two of them. They're really really funny, and uh, it's good that ITV can because they're on like way more shows than what Piers has ever been on there. I think because although he's got the Life Stories one and he had the Good Morning Britain uh philip and holly are on quite a lot of different content over there and i'm glad that itv has felt that they've been able to continue to give philip and holly um their voices because those are ones that i well i want to hear from more um they talk to they talk to people about different uh life situations and stuff sometimes celebrities sometimes just you everyday people uh about lots and lots of different things they talk to people on the this morning about stuff, and uh, that that's really really good. It's really positive, and you know they get into little arguments with the with, with the guests now and again. Maybe they disagree on something, but um I've never seen Philip or Holly say something to where I'm like, no, that's completely out of order. That's unprofessional or anything like that. I mean, we can all disagree with each other about things, right? I mean, as simple as like a opinion on a TV show or a film or a game, or your opinion on a t-shirt or a car or you know there's lots of there's lots of things in life that you can have opinions on um but sometimes those opinions are out of line and shitty and uncalled for and unprofessional and that's where you put peers into that category um but uh so it's sort of like again there might be contractual stuff whatever with the, with the life story show i am glad that on the on their news shows because that's kind of what good morning britain is and what um this morning oh the life stories thing is just you know m- more well it's about life stories so i am glad that they felt they were able to get rid of peers on that side at least but still keep like you know the, the charismatic funny people that are actually like are professional and mature and adult and are you know actual good hosts as well uh they got a lot of qualities as like hosts of um Shows and stuff, and that they've uh, been given, been willing to give them, uh, you know, that stuff and everything. I mean, uh, Holly and Phil themselves are award-winning hosts. They've won tons of awards for like This Morning and things like that. That's the kind of thing you want to be doing: is winning awards for the shows that you host, not having your shows get cancelled and ending up on a platform called TV Talk that people haven't heard of, you know. Um, But initially. Because Piers had gone quiet for a few months and I'd sort of like forgotten about him and he was sort of like out of the way. Then I saw something, I saw some sort of picture or something about his show. And for whatever reason in my head I was like, oh, he's back, how is he back on ITV? But no, the show's not on ITV, it's on this TV talk thing, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, he can, if he wants to go into his little corner, and apparently it is a little corner because again no, not, many, not as many people are kind of watching it and stuff. Uh, Which is good. Um, If he wants to go into his little corner. And make his show and call it Piers Morgan Uncensored. I guess he's going to do that. You know. Because he's still. He's going to. Somebody like him. Unless he literally gets like in legal trouble for something. Somebody like him is always going to try to find a way to get a platform somewhere. To spread his. You know. Unprofessional. Opinion. On things, he's always going to try to do it. But if he if he does that, but in a little corner somewhere, which is what he's doing at the moment, that's the preferred way for uh, him to you know to to sort of do that. So you've got that over there. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to discuss as well? Um, how this how I kind of decided to record this as well. Um, I, was, I saw some random chat about because uh, there was discussion um, today, uh, about, uh, Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow, uh, which are the DC shows that got cancelled, and people were talking about, like, the diversity and the representation in those shows, you know, you've got people of colour, you've got black people in that, sh- uh, characters in that show, you've got LGBTQ characters as well, which is, which is all good, uh, you know, the quality of those shows aside, it's great to always have, you know, good representation and things like that, and although I do think Batwoman slipped up on that a little bit, which I'm not going to pretend that I didn't think that when it did, uh, with a specific story that they did in their second season, um, it's still great that th- those shows were trying to do that, I suppose. And I was seeing some discussion about, like, you know, people that were because, you know, I dropped off a of Batwoman after season two. I didn't watch season three. I made peace with Legends tomorrow after after the uh, previous season and all that. So, um, but the conversations I was reading about was people talking about how uh, that just the specific like. DC doing well with um, representation of LGBTQ characters. People were posting like videos and stuff talking about how, um, what was it? How uh, you know they'd seen themselves in these characters, which is brilliant. That's 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 great. That's kind of the experience that I had with uh, Love Victor and everything, which is really really good. And I could, I just, I, I paused for a moment and I thought to myself, okay, we're almost in the middle of May, right? It's the thirteenth of May at the moment, and I thought. In just over two weeks, it will be Pride Month. Now, Pride Month is a special month, obviously, for LGBTQ people. It will be my first Pride Month as an out uh, bisexual person, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I have had a few invitations to uh, go to some Pride events, so I'll see what I can do about that. But, um, it's uh, you know, next month is a time for celebration uh, for LGBTQ people. Uh, of course, we do the same thing, you know, Black History Month or the two different Black History Months because you get the American one and the the UK one. And it's like we're going into a month uh, next month where what we should be doing is talking positively about like not just LGBTQ representation in media and in entertainment, but LGBTQ people and how, you know, they've maybe found like positive experiences and that type of stuff. And I just kind of thought, with all that positivity, and you want to make you know LGBTQ people feel good about you know how they identify and all, all that sort of stuff. That's what you want to be doing. And I just thought to myself, do we want Piers Morgan around for? I'm not talk- I'm not talking about him being alive or you know around in terms of his voice, his opinion. Like when we're going to go into Pride Month and hopefully talk positively about just say all things LGBTQ. Do do we really need a Piers Morgan show on the air at that point? Um, and I, I've just to be, to be kind of fair, I, I've not seen him say anything transphobic or anything homophobic uh, towards LGBTQ people. It's about the only thing he hasn't said or any like racism specifically. I've not seen that from him. Um, not that he has to do every single different type of being offensive because he's already done more than enough. Uh, he's body shamed people, he's been sexist to his, his co-workers and all that type of stuff. So he's already done enough, like, nonsense and bad stuff. But I just, I, I was putting two and two together there, right? Of, like, Piers Morgan's just come back with a new show. Sure, people might not be watching it. But we're we're around the corner from a time of, um a time and a month of celebration for, you know, a diverse community of people, LGBTQ people. And I kind of just thought, like... And I'm, I'm sorry, you know, don't just speak for myself as a as a bi person, but I'm pretty sure that most LGBTQ people that would look, maybe some of them don't know about Piers Morgan, but if they were to learn about him and what he said and what he's done, they might probably agree with me and think like, no, nah, we don't really want to be hearing from him at this time. Do, do you get what I mean? Like, we want to be positive about that stuff. And Piers Morgan's not a positive person. He's not a nice person. And as I mentioned, there are other people out there with voices that we don't want to hear from, uh, who we also don't want round at the same time. Um, and I'm sure next month, when people decide like to decide to say things like, "Oh, why do we have to have a month for you know the the alphabet people or whatever they can be referred to as," which is a not a nice thing to say. Um, I'm sure there's going to be people out there like Piers Morgan that are going to think, oh, why do we have to celebrate the alphabet people? Um, and it's like, no, we, we we don't. And then to be probably using the whole like, oh, it's freedom of speech. I can just say whatever I want, right? Like, why can't I have my own opinion? It's like, no, we don't want you to be saying that. We don't want you to be saying that stuff ever. But like. There will be people that will be specifically doing that in Pride Month because it is Pride Month. And to attack LGBTQ people, whether it's physically or verbally, attack people. Um And uh, we just don't want to hear those unprofessional, nasty voices, really. And Piers is one of them. We we don't want to hear from him. <laughs> so... um, you can go over and sit in your little corner on your uncensored show the the irony the irony of that is amazing isn't it like you got sacked or whatever word you want to use fired sacked you got sacked from a show you got sacked from a show because you were unprofessional you were sexist you were going after your not even your ex-girlfriend because they i don't think they became a couple they just went on one date you're going after a woman again and again Uh, Or they've been going after her again and again because she went off with another man and you weren't happy about it. She decided to be unprofessional about it. So what you got fired for was being unprofessional and because you got censored. But you got censored for a good reason because you were being an arse about what you were saying and what you were doing. So for him to be like, no, I just want to be uncensored no matter what. I'm going to literally go away from my TV and make a show and literally call it Piers Morgan Uncensored. I, that's almost like comically funny. Because it's like, don't you understand? That's, you know when people say read the room of like what's going on, what you've done and like you should be. Have a bit more awareness about yourself. the funny thing is he's probably completely aware of like all the different opinions around him and that, but again, because he wants to speak uncensored, he went away to t v talk <laughs> um or talk t v whatever it's called, and made a show called Piers Morgan Uncensored. It's like you're not listening to to people, um but he doesn't want to listen to people. That's the thing. He doesn't want to listen to people. he wants people to listen to him but then when people listen to him, he doesn't want that fight back, because when that happened last time, he got fired from an ITV show, and ended up on a channel streaming service that people aren't watching, so, yeah, um, peers, have a bit more awareness of what you're doing, you know, uh, that would probably help you a bit in life, um, um, but the thing is, like, I'm not trying to directly give him advice or whatever, but like, he's probably aware of all of that. But he just wants to be uncensored. He wants to be able to say whatever he wants to say. Um. I, I'd be interested to see... Again, I'm not going to try to specifically follow what he does. I'm not trying to specifically follow what he does. And you know what's weird about Twitter... I don't... I'm pretty sure I don't... I don't know why I would have followed him. I'm pretty sure I don't follow him on Twitter. But because Twitter's got this way of showing you topics and things... Because uh, he tweets about like football and stuff. And I follow a lot of like football people. So what what Twitter's probably... Because he, he supports Arsenal. He tweets about Arsenal and that type of thing. Because uh, they lost the other day and he wanted the manager sacked. Whatever. Beca- what's probably happened is... Um, because... He's tweeting about football and Twitter's picking up on the algorithm and I am I follow like Twitter people for their, you know, pe- good people that I, I follow and things like that and uh, I, that I listen to and all that sort of thing. And I reply to people and try to have healthy discussions about football, not just eye but football in general. Because he's tweeting about football, Twitter's probably going, oh, you know, you're not following this person, we recommend them to you. Oh, they're a verified celebrity account, you'll probably like that, Right. Um, and because these tweets probably get a lot of traction, you know, both replies, likes, and retweets, and that sort of stuff, Twitter's probably thinking, oh, you're not following this person, they're getting loads of traction from their tweets, they're tweeting about Arsenal, which is football, you tweet about football, algorithm, put that together, here you go, here's tweet, here's Piers Morgan's tweets. Um, yeah, that's probably, that's probably how that's working, and the funny thing is that's also exactly how YouTube kind of works as well, so, yeah. Um, so Elon Musk, if you're listening, could you not show me Piers Morgan's tweets anymore? I know I can just block him, but like, whatever. So, uh, anyway, um, let's start listening to better voices. Let's start listening to more professional people. Cause even aside from people's opinions, right? Cause that's, that's a particular discussion in and of itself and the whole freedom of speech idea. There is not just professionalism that comes from your opinion and what you're saying about something. There's also professionalism from how you conduct yourself, how you act, how you treat people, and being a mature adult. You've been hired by a national, you know, and ITV is a you know national TV station, and you know that type of thing. Obviously, he's kind of half on there still with his, with his other show, and it's like you know you've got an opportunity to work on a fairly decent um i mean i've got my own problems with like itv and their content that sort of thing that's a completely separate thing but you had the opportunity to work with some pretty decent put some pretty good people you know phil holly lorraine um there's some good some good people on that channel um that do very you know good professional work and stuff um and you had the chance to work with them, but you decided that you wanted to just Spout your mouth off about whatever, and you got yourself sacked. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's gonna do what he's gonna do. You know, it's as simple as that. And uh, he can sit and do it in his own little corner. Um, well, so it, it's funny, isn't it? Like he can sit and do that in his own corner. He can call. He can call himself uncensored. Less people are listening to him, which is good. But Phil and Holly are gonna continue to win awards. Is Piers winning any awards anytime soon? Don't think so. May, may, maybe something from his life stories, because that will be labelled as like more important. Which again, it is, but it doesn't need to have him on there. Um, so while he's in his corner being uncensored, uh, other people on that channel can 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 keep winning awards, uh, and he probably isn't. So. There you go. Anyway, um, those of you that are, of course, still here and everything, um, what do you think of Piers Morgan? What do you think of everything I've mentioned? Uh, did you did you, or did you not know about him? Did you know some stuff about him but you weren't completely aware? Again, I've not even tried to follow him. It's just sort of what's kind of come up and everything. Um, <clears throat> I'm genuinely curious. For those of you in the US, in the UK, maybe you're in Canada, maybe you're in a different country, do you know what TV talk is? Um... Where you could even get it? How much does it cost? <laughs> I have no idea what that. I'd never heard of the place or the platform or whatever until his show came up. Um, so it's funny. Even if I tried to listen to him, I don't know where I even find it. So yeah, for those of you that know about, uh, is that on a different Roku box that I wasn't on? Is that like an internet um, show that you find? Somewhere else? Is it on a specific website? I'm curious as to like, not where his show is, but where that station is, because uh, that's interesting to me. Um, so yeah. Anyway, let me let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, either about Piers Morgan or Philip and Holly or ITV or uh, people with good and bad um opinions and voices and professionalism, all, all that type of stuff. Let me know what you think. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org dot uh, Twitter E Talk UK contact page there's a contact page and information in your show notes um there's also a big e- email ver- uh excuse me there's also a email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes so you can use that as well to get in touch so do all of that uh in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainment tv games films main night podcast take a look out for all of that uh, for all those things um so, yeah, check out all of that TV, games, films, May Night podcast. Check out all of those. Uh, you can also support entertainment talk through other ways. You can tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it, either by telling them about the sites or the podcast platforms, uh, telling them social media, all that type of stuff. Let them know. Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to uh, for all that type of stuff. Uh, If you want to know about TV and film news, um, Renault's cancellations, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening at the moment. New trailers coming out, casting news, it's all happening at the moment. Uh, Go and check out GeekTown.co.uk and GeekTown Radio. That's uh, David's uh, podcast, um, TV and film news and podcast and uh, website, all that type of stuff, so check out all of that. Uh, You can also find Bex for some fun content over on Twitch, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. You can follow her on Twitch, Instagram, or Twitter, or all of those platforms you can find her over there. You can find me as well on Twitch at etalkuk for my different gaming streams. And if you've missed any of those. Uh, they're current, the streams are currently up to date. Archived on YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. And there's also a bunch of game clips over there. I've still got some to put up actually. But uh, a bunch of them over there. So check out our YouTube channel which is Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening. And I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.